so that's still the same as it was. It hasn't changed on the outside. Okay, well that's good, thank you. Yes. Oh, uh, hello everyone. Well, as you may remember last week, the randomizer uh, went up in flames. But you'll be pleased to hear that thankfully the main memory core survived intact, so everything's fine. All we had to do was replace the front panel, it's exactly the same as it was before, but while we were making repairs, we also took the opportunity to replace the nuclear reactor with a far less volatile power source. Although I'm not exactly sure what, and it start, what powers it now? I've come up with a super derivative of tri-nitrotoluol. Of what? A TNT, like boom. Oh. Whatever you do, don't touch it. Or else... Bang! Yeah, yeah, I get the idea. Well, I suppose we'd better give it a test run and make a selection. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so we'll need to find someone to press the button. Now, your Uncle Youngstar's gone missing, I believe, so... What about me? Ah, uh, no, remember randomizer rules. Nobody gets to press the button more than once, and you have already done it, as I recall. I didn't. Really, I didn't. Well, no, no, I know you didn't. It, it was, it was him. It was, it was, it was Burlgoy, not, not you. Uh, Goyburl, is it? Y yes. All right, fine. Yes, you press it. Oh, thank you. Oh, I never could keep track of which was which. You had to have your own way, didn't you? Applied psychology. Knowing how the other person's mind works. Cute, eh? I'm not sure that's the word I'd use, but well, at least the randomizer's working again. Okay, well, what are we watching today? Sugar and spice. Oh, excellent. I really like that one. Well, here's the protectors. <laughs> so it's back to the protectors, and we uh, we begin with a, a row of little schoolgirls all walking uphill. To some very pleasant music, being watched by uh, a couple of... Very not pleasant fellows. Is that the contract? That's her. Yeah, the guy eating the sandwich was uh, an eagle pilot who uh, got crushed by the space brain. And he's, uh, he and his chum have just uh, left their little place where they were spying on the girls, and now they've gone to the Radcliffe School for Girls in that bright red car. I'm sure they're up to uh, nothing but good. Uh, so the girls are going back to the school, and the two men are... Well, they're, they're spying on the girls from a distance, taking photos of them. See, this is perfectly normal. In particular, one uh, little dark-haired girl. This is Vicky. So they're getting uh, as close-up photos as they can possibly get. Yep, there she is. But I'm sure there's nothing sinister going on. I mean, uh... What now? Make contact, and then wait for an answer. The answer's no. Then we do it for real. Oh. Yeah, well, um, maybe it is sinister. Anyway, that, um, this is a good time to actually talk about that actress playing the little girl. She was... Her name's Debbie Russ, and she was a... a child actor at this time. She was in an episode of The Adventurer. She was also a regular on... Here come the double-deckers, but she is still working to this day. I gather she is a, uh, a radio uh, announcer for, for the BBC on Radio 3, Radio 4 and the World Service, which is uh, quite nice because she gives a good performance in this episode, so it's nice she's still working. And over at Harry's place, we are uh, oh, we're going through the photos that have been sent in of, uh, of Vicky. When did these arrive? This morning, delivered by hand. Mr. Dukes found them in the office mail. And the phone call? 30 minutes later. Brief, straight to the point. 
I have till midday tomorrow to give my answer. Why your daughter, Sir Charles? The Standish Group are about to make a series of international mergers. You mean takeovers? There have been several attempts by certain parties to prevent it. If we carry on... My daughter, Vicky, may die. Oh, so it's a blackmail thing. That means she may have to be kept hidden for months. Only till the end of this week. By then, the first papers will be signed and nothing can stop us. Who are they? All we can tell you is that the men they will hire will be professional. No doubt the worst gutter scrapings of Androzani Major. Yeah, that's uh, John Normington, who uh, Doctor Who fans will Why certainly recognise from the case of Androzani. It's a shame he's not in this episode more. I think this is his only scene. He's uh, can you imagine assistant the to the guy whose daughter is being uh, threatened with death unless his company uh, does or doesn't do or whatever it was. Very little time to do. Thank you, Mr. Rule. Total protection for my daughter for six days. And it's a rare occasion for this show that uh, that the actual title of the series has any any uh, relevance to what they're doing because they are actually this week protecting little Vicky. They're going to take her out to a place in the country and uh, make sure she doesn't come to any harm. Of course I don't doubt your qualifications, Mr. Rule. After all, it is Sir Charles' privilege and he's a very determined man. <laughs> Quite so, yes. Ah, Vicky. And uh, Harry has chosen to uh, assume the persona of a... Uh, How do you do? An Englishman? Do I have to go? I'll miss tennis practice and Jane's birthday on Friday. It's what your father wishes. Well, if we're going, let's go. And Paul is the chauffeur. Which was a role I seem to remember he ended up uh, performing a couple of times in this series. Where's John? Oh, he's sick, miss. What's your name? Paul. You're new, aren't you? Yes, just temporary, miss. I thought you went one of my father's drivers. I, I, yeah, I said I really like uh, Debbie Russ's performance in this. She's um, she's got that air of uh, of being a, a, a spoiled, well, not spoiled, but pampered child, and uh, yet she's still very likable. I think it's partly because she doesn't realise the danger she's in throughout all this. Like now, they're being uh, followed by the two men in the red car. So, tight turn around that corner there. I'm afraid I misjudged that corner a bit, miss. You nearly had us over. Yeah, Harry, if, if you haven't seen this episode, is uh, made up to look uh, rather nerdy. He's got his black hat on and his glasses and... Uh... Oh, there's a decoy limo for the, uh, the guys in the red car to follow. This is all very clever. Ah, with the Contessa in the back. I, I hope that might be Chino in the front seat, but of course Chino and Suki disappeared for the second series of The Protectors. Oh, and here we are at this lovely farmhouse. And who is guarding the lovely farmhouse? But a lovely doggy. Oh, he is so handsome. He's a guard dog. Oh, he's gorgeous. What's his name? Major, miss. Oh, beautiful German Shepherd. They are so beautiful. And inside, the Contessa has made herself up as the housekeeper. Oh, miss. Uh, this is uh, Vicky. Hello. Hello. This is the housekeeper, Mrs. McGillicuddy. I'll show you to your room. And she again has, uh, has dialed down her usual uh, glamour factor. Well, I fixed the window in the girls' room, and I've checked all the other fastenings. Listen, we could rig up some alarms. Yeah, have them go off in the middle of the night. Have to explain to a ten-year-old. Yeah. This is nice. I think he'll be comfortable. Ah, but the windows. 
These blinds are stuck. Ah. And I can't get the window open. It must be jammed. I'll get Paul to fix it tomorrow. is so gorgeous. But of course she can't go outside. You can't go outside. Why not? Well, we have work to do here. Yes, Harry is going to be her tutor. Hmm. But on uh, Vicky's bag, the Contessa has made a little discovery. You know, that young lady has a mind of her own. Yes, so we have other problems on our hands. Remember the studs on Vicky's overnight bag? Yeah. Well, there was one too many. Ah, so... Even though they lost the guys in the red car, they still probably know where they are. Oh, the type. It's got a radius of ten miles. So perhaps we still lost them? Yeah, maybe we didn't. And something I like about this as well is um, not only seeing the, the protectors up against the sort of normal class of, of villain that they would normally face, but they have to do it while, while protecting a child and contributing equal amounts of energy to maintaining the pretense for her that everything's okay. So here you all are. Yes, so here we all are. What's for supper? Well, actually, I am not the cook. <laughs> Well, then it must be you, Paul. Hmm? Yes, it's Paul. Now, uh, how did you guess that? Well, you've got a French name. Oh. What would you like? Oh, just something simple, please. An omelette. An omelette? Fine. Any special kind? Au fines herbes. <coughs> oh. Au fines herbes? I'm sure it will be perfect. Daddy says that Mr. Rule always looks after everyone very well. Oh, dear. When did he say that? Just now, on the phone. I rang him. Ah, not good. Yeah, I think it's time you and I had a little chat. Uh, shall we go in the living room? Hmm? Right. And this is one of those uh, instances where I think... I think we may actually have found a Protectors episode that I can thoroughly recommend. Have you read more? It's not just a good episode. This is actually one of my favourites, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of relieved that it's come up because it gives me a chance to actually say, look, here's a genuinely good episode I can recommend without reservation. On the other hand, it means that um, I've got fewer and fewer of those to come with this series, which is a shame. Because I thought there was something funny going on. Funny? Because this is um, this is rather more. It's almost a comedy episode, but it doesn't reach the um, what did your father the sort of full-on comedy antics of things like um, and that I was to trust you completely. King Con and uh, of course the uh, the episode that shall remain nameless. We all have our little ways, Mickey. Because it, it is it is it's, it's got a more light-hearted air, but it's certainly not uh, not a, a, even a tongue-in-cheek comedy because the the stakes are very serious. And this little girl doesn't realise at all the danger she's in because the protectors have to do such a good job looking after her. Because they've come up against uh, gun runners and drug dealers, but they've never had to deal with a, a slightly inquisitive nine-year-old girl who. Uh, what about Major? Oh, a silly dog is going to get a hoof and mouth. Who just wants to play with the dog? What are people? Oh yes, hoof and mouth. That's why she can't go outside. Told you, can't go outside. What are you reading? History of Queen Victoria. You're really serious. Well, I have a young lady named Vicky who expects to be tutored in the morning. Hence, homework. Will you let me know if you hear anything, all right? Oh, that dog. Oh, that dog is so gorgeous. I love that dog. I, I just love dogs, generally. And this series um, it, it seems to enjoy dogs as well. I, I think I've always felt that Robert Vaughan had a, 
a bit of a thing for dogs. There are so many behind-the-scenes shots of him with dogs and with puppies uh, in Everything seems in this series that I'm sure they, they put dogs into scripts to make him feel better. Oh, who's that on the phone? It's now night time. Vicky is presumably asleep. So who is making calls? The introduction of the prisoner. Nothing else? Are you sure? Number two. Vicky's father is the only one who knows we're here. Dead. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. Well, listen, I don't see what we're worried about. I mean, it stands to reason they're not going to try to kill her. Well, of course. I mean, then they'd have nothing to bargain with, would they? Yeah, and they won't snatch her while we're here. It's true. Oh, they might do that. Won't stop them from picking us off. Mm. And I like as well that they haven't got any of their usual gadgets. They've got a, a couple of guns, and that's about it. So they have to rely on their wits. Um, again, while while not scaring poor old Vicky. So it's now the next morning. Harry's taking a look outside. Everything seems all right. That that dog better be okay. If these bad guys do anything to that dog, I will... Oh. Aw. Harry takes a moment to straighten the Contessa's uh, little glasses. It's just the milkman. It's the milkman. <gasps> and a cat. Ah, oh, pretty cat. Unless the cat is also in league with the villains. Why don't we just go out there and get them? That's what they want us to do, show our faces. Just put Vicky in the car and make a break for it. What if they get a roadblock? Now, the best thing we can do both for Vicky and for ourselves is stay right where we are. If they want to let them come to us. Oh, well, breakfast time. Give the uh, the cat some milk here. Oh, little kitty. Good morning. Go. Well, you're up early. So are you. Yes. I do like the uh, the levels to which Harry has, has gone to create a new persona for himself. Don't do that. He seems genuinely sort of jumpy and twitchy in a way that he doesn't normally. Migraine headaches. In addition to the uh, sunlight makes them worse. Sort of English tutor persona that he's adopted. Relax. Mm -hmm. Robert Vaughan seems a bit uh, a bit more cheerful than normal this week. Are you well enough to teach? Mm, yes, I am. As a matter of fact, right after breakfast. Uh oh. Look. Oh no. No, they've done it. They've done it. Oh no. I'm drugged. They knocked out the kitty. Something's been injected into the milk. Oh no. That's uh, the second time in, 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 is it two weeks or three weeks that we've had uh, things being done to milk bottles in Randomizer episodes? Because uh, in, in Joe 90, Project 90, was that Time's running out. last week we had... Uh, check. Don't get heroic. We had uh, limpet listening devices being attached to the milk bottle. Anyway, we now have a whole band of villains out the front waiting to, to uh, deal with the protectors. Um, the reign of Queen Victoria... One's being sent in with a shotgun. Queen Victoria? Uh, yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> but we're studying European history. To the death of Napoleon. He died two years after she was born. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Harry hasn't studied up on that. Particularly to the battles of Jena, Austerlitz and... 
And I like as well, he's he's clearly he clearly feels upstaged by the fact that this little girl knows more than he does. Now, Napoleon was a Frenchman. Corsican. He was also an uncle agent. I knew, I knew him fairly well, you know. He became French. Yeah, Robert Vaughan talking about... Uh, Do you know Corsica? Talking about Napoleon yeah. is uh, is quite something for an uncle fan. No. Paris? As is, I think there's a later episode, uh, Sh- Shadbolt, I think, where he gets on a train that departs from Waverley Station. <coughs> now, let's see. Corsica. It's an island, you know. Yes. And there are a lot of bad men living there at the present time. Oh. As a matter of fact, a good deal worse than in Napoleon's time. I've killed several of them, Vicky. Well, you see, they they carry big guns and uh, they eat very bad seventies hairdos and lots lots of cravats. You know that? No. Oh. Huh. Uh, so oh, majors, majors, raise the alarm. There's a a guy coming up with a shotgun. He's getting even closer. Heading for the back door, but Paul has seen him. Hmm? Now, back to work. So Harry's looking after Vicky. Somebody out there with a shotgun. Alone? Yeah. Probably checking on whether the drug milk worked or not. Perhaps we should let him think it did. Ah. Oh, Major. Major's doing such a great job. And our little thug friend with the gun is... uh, Yep, he's found the Contessa has fallen unconscious. Or at least she's pretending to be, but she's she's positioned herself under the table. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, anyway. Uh-oh. So the bad man has walked in. Hopkins. No rabbits again today? And Paul has immediately walked in behind him, put a pistol in his back. What are you doing under there? Uh, I was looking for my thimble. <laughs> Have I mentioned I love this episode? I love this episode. It may be why I'm not saying much, because this is genuinely one I really look forward to seeing. Hmm? Vicky. It's such a unique little setup for a... It was filled with spies in Napoleon's time, just like it is today. A rather gentle, sweet story. You know that, Jones? That doesn't fatally undermine the uh, the entire series with its, uh, with its attempts at comedy, unlike certain other episodes we won't name. Where are you going? Some arrangements to make. Because despite all the uh, the lightheartedness, we do still have a band of uh, murderous men out the front waiting to to kill our heroes. What have the villains brought up now? <gasps> They've got a ladder. Where are you going? We have a ladder. To the ladder. I'm thirsty. Uh, I'll get it for you. Lemonade fizzy, please. Right. And they're now trying to keep her out of the kitchen because in the larder we have the. Uh, the man with the shotgun tied up. He's not unconscious, he's not even gagged, he's just looking very cross. He's just looking a bit miffed that he got caught. And now it's time for bed. Mr. Rule, I've been thinking, if the fur trapper hadn't found the French soldier in the snow, he'd have lost his feet and fingers, wouldn't he? It's very possible. Some very nice music in this episode. I don't think any of it was composed specifically for this story. You make it sound so real. As though it had happened to you. No, no. All from books. It's much more interesting than stuffy old dates. I mean, you didn't give me one single date. That's just my personal method. Now, come on. You must get some sleep. Good night, Mr. Moore. So despite not being trained as a, a, a teacher or a tutor at all, Harry is actually getting through to Vicky in a way that she's enjoying. And now she's safely tucked up in bed. How goes the watch, Jeeves? Fine. How's the girl? Asleep. Good. They're coming in with a the ladder. 
Major is once again doing a sterling job. They had better leave him alone. Oh no. They've got some meat, probably drugged. Because oh. as good as Major is, you know, give a dog some meat. And he's your friend for life. Now that the alarm has gone out, the baddies can get even closer. Oh, we had a sneak up. The cat snuck up on us there. Whew, that was close. It was the last time Paul got that close to a cat, it nearly set off a bomb. In the, was it the episode Triple Cross? He was tied up uh, in a basement with a bomb and a cat came in and started playing with it. Oh, Major is, is, has been knocked out. Oh, Major. Uh oh, here they come. And this uh, fight scene, again, it, it's um, it's got the comedy music with it. I th and I think this is definitely music that was heard in, uh, it could be practically anywhere on the island where they're having that interminable fight around the swimming pool. But this is a rather intense fight, despite the music. And there's, there's some really good, like, being flipped over, you know, people being thrown over tables. It's wonderfully choreographed as well, because people are, like, there's another guy just falling in through a front window. Yeah, people are, like, grabbing one person, throwing them towards another, and, you know, it, it's so fluid, and, uh, yeah, the noise is, oh, the noise is working Vicky up. And, oh, fall down the stairs, that looks so painful. But I think we've, yep, we've dealt with all the baddies. What's all the noise? No, it's, it's all right, don't worry. Uh, just that uh, Mr. Rule fell down the stairs. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I love that explanation as well. It's like considering that was the noise of like an entire army invading and smashing the house, including at least two broken windows. But uh, it's okay, Harry just fell down the stairs. And now we've, well, we've presumably stuffed all the villains in the larder. It's the next morning, everything's okay. How about a um, little walk before breakfast? The cat's fine. I thought we couldn't go out. Oh no, the quarantine's over. He's uh, playing indoor golf with Harry and, uh, and Paul. Can we really go? Have I ever lied to you? And she nods, aw. On a Wednesday morning? Before breakfast? And this is just so so charming way to end the episode. Are you just, an American? Uh, going out for a walk, everyone's sort of dropped their, uh, their disguises and we end with Harry and Vicky and Major just walking along a country lane and she's skipping along and he's got his little walking stick and Major's tearing ahead and it's just, oh, I love that one. Um, and I can, yeah, having looked at it again, I can say I would thoroughly recommend that episode to anyone who's on the fence about the protectors. Again, it's not a, a hugely, you know, typical example of the show, but it's, uh, I think it shows off a lot of the strengths, the, the characters, the performances. There's just a nice, nice change of pace, nice, uh, nice air of fun about this one and uh, yeah I've always really liked it one of my faves from the protectors